What's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's Big Couch Co-op Podcast, a community where your thoughts count and your voice will be heard. As always, we're going to be talking about the biggest news in games, tech, movies, and more. This week, we're going to dive a little bit into EA's talk of their Battle Royale inclusion in the next installment of Battlefield, and some of the rumors that are swirling around about an open-world Star Wars game, and what about that new Deadpool movie trailer that just dropped? So call a cushion on the couch, and let's do this. Well, we're back at it again um, for another week of uh, information on video games, like I said. And, uh, you know, first of all, before we dive into it, I just want to take a moment to thank everyone out there um, in the audio uh, podcast realm and those on YouTube, uh, you guys that have watched these videos, um, you know, your support is what keeps me going. Again, this is a side project. Uh, I spend all my downtime, you know, dedicated to it um, and, you know, it, I've gotten some people recently that say that I'm just going to fall off and, you know, I do it here and there and I don't do it as regularly as I should. And I'm not going to make myself um, anything in the space or whatnot. You know, basically just saying I'm not going to succeed in it. Well, to those naysayers, here I am. All right. Uh, you know, it is hard to do this, um, especially when, you know, your downtime is... It's for your hobby, but it's also to do something um, that it's very labor intensive. Um, you know, for all those that do follow me and know me, this is my second recording. Uh, my computer uh, crapped the bed, so I had to do a workaround, and I'm recording for a second time. So it's going to take another half an hour to record. Uh, I had to wait all day because lighting around here is not the best. So it looks really weird. So, you know. It's a labor of love, but there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. So when I get people that say, you know, you're not going to do anything with it or, you know, you're not going to be consistent with it, yeah, you're probably right. I'm not going to be consistent. I'm, I'm trying. Um, this is this is a side project, so I give as much as I can. But your doubt in me only steals my resolve. It makes me want to do this much, much more. Um, so, you know, I'm going to do this as frequently as I can and try to do the best I can. So, um, I need your guys' help though. I need your guys' opinions and thoughts and, um, your views and your shares, likes, whatever you want to call it. Um, the, the more I get support on this, more traction I can get the, you know, um, the more people I can get to see what I'm doing and, you know, either give critiques or give professional opinions or just say, hey, you know, let's give this guy a shot. So, um, you know, I I'm trying and I'm learning stuff every week, um, you know, to the podcast listeners out there um, and those that don't have always all the time to watch every YouTube video. Uh, I'm now on iTunes podcast, so you can search me through any of your uh, iOS connected devices. It was a big win for me. It took quite a while for me to figure that out, and I'm doing this on a budget of zero dollars and all my time. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a huge win for me to be on uh, iTunes, and you know, it, it's kind of like a sense of pride that I see my podcast and my labor of love. Up next to people like kind of funny, like you know. Well, now it's ID at 10T, but Nerdist and Chris Hardwick, and 
you know, Michael Rosenbaum, I, I see these people doing what they absolutely love and their podcasts are the things that are driving me to do what I want. So again, to the naysayers, that's cool, but I'm going to continue to push as hard as I can. So let's just uh, get into some gaming news. Um, first things first, we have uh, rumors over at Dice, EA, whatever you want to call it, um, where they talked in their earnings call about um, their concerns and in, in their interests in the Battle Royale space. Now, uh, according to um, a couple people that talked during their earnings call, the the next installment of Battlefield may have a Battle Royale mode. And, and that's kind of um, because they're looking at what happened with PUBG and Fortnite and the success train that they're on. That, they, you know, they spoke to it and they're saying, hey, you know, our game's going to be out in October. So we, we do know that the next Battlefield installment will be out in October this year. And, you know, they're thinking about putting Battle Royale mode in there. Now... I think that's pretty cool. Um, they have all of the assets to do it. They got massive maps. They have servers that can handle all the people that want to play. But what I'm concerned about is that I do not want them to be making this the centerpiece of the next battlefield. I don't want them to promote this so much and bank on it so much that it kind of kills off what Battlefield is known for. You know, Battlefield is a skilled version of Call of Duty. I absolutely love Battlefield 4. Played a little bit of uh, Battlefield World War 1. Kind of fell off, or Battlefield 1, whatever you want to call it. I fell off, you know, didn't absolutely love it. But I have respect for those games and the and you know, the skill that it takes to play those games. So I don't want them to dumb themselves down just to get a couple bucks. I mean, you know, the, the, the franchise does well. Make it a mode, promote the mode, but don't make it the centerpiece. Um, and don't try to go up against Fortnite or PUBG. Those are games that you, you, it's not your realm. You know, stay in your realm kind of thing, and you'd be crazy to go up against those where they've been riding a success train for quite some time. So, you know, again, we'll see. Um, it seemed to work for PUBG. Maybe it'll work for Battlefield, uh, you know, Battlefield 2, that I think that they're probably going to go World War II on that. I don't know. So next we have information surrounding a possible open-world uh, Star Wars game. And uh, in a recent article by Alex Osborne over at IGN, um, basically he went on to say that uh, EA's posted a job uh, listing uh, at their uh, EA Vancouver um, career page and basically it's saying that they're looking for a lead online engineer and uh, according to the actual listing it says quote a lead team or to lead a team to deliver online features for a star wars open world project unquote so they're looking for a uh, a lead online engineer to head up that project now as we all know ea vancouver was working with amy hennig on a star wars project but we're not 100 percent sure how far they got, and, you know, all the details surrounding that because Amy Hennig was let go uh, and, and the project was put on ice for, for some time. We're not 100% sure if they scrapped everything in the project or, you know, they're taking assets from that project and they're going to put it into this newest game. So, um, you know, I think that they're starting to get a direction of what they want to do for the project in the, in the new game. But 
I don't know if this online open world was a part of the original game, if it was the whole idea of the original game, or it was just one aspect of it. So, you know, maybe it was a concept they're trying to flesh out and see, you know, could it work? So, um, I think that there, it would they would be absolutely insane to take this entire project and scrap it. Um, but again, it is EA. They can throw all this stuff away in a you know moment's notice and not really suffer because again they have massive success with uh, not only FIFA but Madden. So you know they can go any way they want. Um, but I would expect that they're probably going to use some of the stuff that was developed with Amy Hennig and that team. So, and this is really far off. This is them still just recruiting people. So I wouldn't expect to see anything in the next year to two years, if that. So, you know, maybe 2020 we'll hear something if the, the game is close to completion. I don't know. We'll see. In other uh, rumor news and speculations, uh, there's a possible release of a, you know, a new console from Sony. Now, I only say that because a lot of things have pointed to a release but i'm not saying and again this is my opinion i'm not saying that it's going to come out next year um probably in you know 2020 so we got about two years from everything that i uh i've seen so i don't know um and i only say that because there's a couple things that point me in that direction first the playstation 4 was released in 1994 the PlayStation 2 was re- released in 2000, the PS3 was in 2006, and the PS4 was in 2013. So we have, you know, what is it, uh, six years between PS1 and PS2, um, and then six years for PS2 and PS3, and then seven years between PS3 and PS4. So, you know, it, it's right around that time frame. Right now we're right around five years. 2020 would give us you know, that seven-year mark, but a lot of people were saying that, you know, seven years was too long, and there's a lot of factors even to that. One biggest factor is the economy was down. You can't expect people to buy a system at three, $400, knowing that the PlayStation 3 didn't do the greatest, especially against, uh, you know, the 360. Um, you know, you don't want to shove another thing down people's throat at three, $400, and they can't pay for it because they don't have money for it, you know. So it was smart of them to hold off and extend the life cycle just like Microsoft did. So, you know, that factor alone is the reason why it took seven years. And why would you release something that has already been doing really, really well? You would cut into that life cycle and people are not going to jump on board for the newest system, PlayStation 5, whatever you call it, if they've already got something. You know, I still think that my PlayStation 4 is almost new in my mind, but again, it is five years old, so we'll see when it comes to that, but the other big factor that points me to believe that they're going to quite possibly announce something in 2019 is that the email coming out about PlayStation Plus games um, for PlayStation 3 and they're saying that, you know, they're pretty much cutting off the support for PlayStation Plus games, the free games you get every month, that they're not going to do that anymore. They're not going to support PlayStation 3 um, as of uh, May 2019. So that kind of leads me to believe that, you know, 2019 E3, we're probably going to see rumors or something showing off a of PlayStation 5 or whatever they're going to call it. So 
we'll see on that. Again, a lot of rumors surrounding it these days, but I th- I think we're really far off. Um, they'd be crazy to push anything right now. Um, I also want to highlight uh, GDC that went on this week. Um, and, you know, for those not familiar with it, GDC is the Game Developers Conference. And typically not a lot of information comes out from um, GDC. Uh, but you got to remember that, you know, GDC isn't a uh, marketing ploy for all of the game developers. This is more of, you know, for them to get together and kind of talk about the products they got going on with not only other developers, but some publishers. So this is their this is their face-to-face time with those people so they can, you know, let them know, hey, this is a game that we got coming out in the next couple of years if you guys are interested, you know, get that FaceTime with them and hopefully get somebody to back them um, as far as publishing. Um, and again, you know, we don't hear too much about uh, from GDC typically, but if you guys have heard anything and I'm missing something completely, like huge game news, please let me know. Please, please let me know. Um you know, I, I put it in the comments, email me, uh, I'm on Twitter and all that. Let me know, bigcouchcoop at gmail.com, bigcouchcoop on Twitter, comments in the video below, let me know, something came out. So, kind of backtracking a little bit, um, more Fortnite news. And, uh, yeah, again, Fortnite is everywhere these days, so I completely understand that, you know, we're almost bombarded with it, but... You know, they're doing so well that they are everywhere, and everywhere being mobile phones. Um, in uh, one short week, Fortnite's app and being released on iOS has made $1.5 million. That's insane numbers for a free game. That's right, $1.5 million on a free game. So what they did is they pretty much released a, a mobile version of the game, um, and you have to be invited to be able to play the game. I haven't got to play it yet. Um, if there's anybody out there that has an invite, send it my way. I would like to try it. Um, and, you know, th- the sad thing to this is that kids have been playing this game. Yeah, uh, not that, that that factor is sad. The factor is that sad is these kids are playing it in school. They're playing over school Wi-Fi, and um, you know they're it's disrupting schools Wi-Fi. According to a couple of articles, I mean, uh, I think it was Patricia Hernandez over at Kotaku that specifically talked about you know schools complaining that their Wi-Fi is horrible, and other students complaining their Wi-Fi is horrible because everybody's playing Fortnite in the middle of class. Now, a little rant here, but and and kind of dating myself, I'm old. The big cell phone that was out when I was a kid in high school was, you know, the Nokia 5110, the old, you know, candy bar brick style phone that the only game you could play was Snake on it. So, so the kids out there playing the video games in class stop. And you know, schools should have uh, policies, and I'm sure most of them do, about having cell phones in class. I mean, you can connect to the internet and cheat and all that stuff, so... I'm sure most schools do have something on that, but as we all know, your stubborn kid will find a way. And to the parents of these kids having cell phones, you know, I understand why they do have cell phones. My kids are young, and when they get older, I will give them a cell phone, but it will be restricted, you know. It will be the style in which that they can call me, they can send a text message to me, and I can, you know, find out where they're at, where they're going, sort of thing, and go from there, but... 
parents, we got to crack down on these things. Yeah, kids need access, but they don't need access in the middle of school. We have books for a reason. You know, back in my day, we went to the computer lab or the library to do our research where it was monitored, you know. So I think kids really need to have some more discipline placed upon them as far as their access to video games in the middle of class. Again, I'm, I'm old and, you know, maybe outdated, but I don't know. Some things just don't need to change. So jumping into movie news, um, like we talked about, Deadpool 2 has dropped another trailer and it's awesome. I absolutely love this trailer. It is hilarious. Uh, the fourth wall breaks are awesome. The nods to old movies and other genres are hilarious. But I'm trying to steer away from too much information for those that um, want to remain pure, if you will. Uh, those that just want to watch the movie on the big screen without having too much information shared. Because, you know, as you know, trailers these days, uh, the more you see them, the more of the movie you do know before you even go into it. So I watch them because I love the hype train. I'm all about it. Um, but I won't spoil anything for those that are waiting to see the movie pure. So just know that it's awesome, and I can't wait to watch it. Um, moving on to from the big screen to the small screen, um, and a weird one in my opinion that I don't know if I'm a huge fan of or not, and I don't think it's going to work, again, just my opinion, um, is uh, E1 or E yeah E1 Entertainment. Uh, has secured some funding um, to make a TV version of Street Fighter. Yeah, that's right. The Capcom beat-em-up fighting game, whatever you want to call it, is being made into a TV series. Uh, according to the information that I got from Deadline, uh, the show will follow the World Warrior uh, storyline from Street Fighter Two World Warrior, and it's centered around Ryu, Ken, Chun-Li, and Guile while their attempts to defeat M. Bison in his World Warrior um, contest, where he tries to find out the best fighter. Um, yeah, it's more Street Fighter. Uh, I think they released a movie that did pretty bad. It was pretty much considered a flop. I mean, I watched it as a kid, but, you know, that's because it was right around the time Jean-Claude Van Damme was huge, and I love Street Fighter. And they made a crappy movie, but, you know, even my kid mine went, oh, it's pretty good, I like it, yeah. It's the same thing. There's nothing new about any of this. It's another fighting movie. I mean, again, I loved it when it came out, and I also loved Mortal Kombat when it came out, and the second one, Annihilation. I was, I was all about those fighting games, because it was my video game childhood happening right in front of my eyes. Maybe they could make it better. Maybe this can actually be something that people care about, but, again... Personal opinion is I, what do you, how do you make this interesting? You know, how do you make this become a massive success other than, you know, making it a fighting TV show? I mean, there's been success through some of the Marvel stuff on Netflix, but whatever. I'm not trying to dump on anybody, and, you know, I hope the creators actually make something amazing. You know, I want to see games succeed, but. Again, I don't have high hopes for it, so it is what it is. 
And, um, you know, now coming to the end of it, this is where I typically talk about video games and ones that, uh, new ones that I've played and, you know, give you my opinion on something uh, that I just started or, you know, I've been playing for quite some time. Last week I talked about getting a Nintendo Switch and uh, my impressions of the Switch itself as well as, you know, Super Mario World Odyssey. Sorry guys, I've, I've been stuck on this uh, game and the Switch itself. Super Mario Odyssey is absolutely amazing. I love the game and the replayability is awesome. It's off the charts. Right now I'm in search to get all the moons uh, and keep playing that. Um, a couple of games that I have wanted to play, Celeste um, and um, Zelda. So that'll be my next endeavor is probably going to jump into Zelda just because I'm hankering for some nostalgia, even though it's a new game. So we'll see how that works out for me if it quenches that thirst for nostalgia. Speaking of nostalgia and Nintendo and the Switch, Nintendo, if you're listening, the rest of the world has wanted it for quite some time. And now that I have a Switch, I want it to give us the virtual console already. Please, we really, really want it. It's an amazing console, and we just want the virtual console. I want to be able to play Zelda from Nintendo and Super Nintendo, and I want to play, you know, old school Mario, Mario World from Super Nintendo. I want to play all those games, and I'm willing to shell out the money for it. Please just put it out there already. I don't know if you guys are attempting to do something with, you know, E3 or why you're holding back on the eShop and the virtual console. Just put it out there already. We want it. We're, we'll pay for it. Trust me. You're going to make hand over fist. I get it. You guys got a reason for it. And you guys have a curated, you know, log on the eShop. You know, all, every Tuesday games come out. I understand that. But, man, we want it. And we want it bad. So whenever you come out with it, we'll all be a part of it. So that uh, kind of wraps it up for this week. Um as always, I do appreciate everyone out there, and to those that are saying that I'm not going to succeed at this, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to make myself successful in this one way or another, um, and I'm going to dedicate all my time I can to it. So uh, I appreciate, again, I appreciate everyone out there for your likes, um, your subscriptions, your views, and, and all your support. I really, truly do uh, want to say that from the bottom of my heart, I I thank every last one of you. So, you know, as always, call a cushion on the couch and we'll see you next time.